Help support our coverage with a free account on Privacy, the service that keeps your bank information private when shopping online. Take control of your subscriptions and other recurring payments, plus pause and close privacy cards at any time. And get $5 right now to try the service at collision.live slash privacy. Our next guest is here. Hello. Hello, how are you? Fantastic, how are you? Good. Go ahead and introduce yourself for me. So my name is Mozam Khan. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Curiato. Curiato? Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So yeah, Curiato is a clinical stage data science company and we've invented the world's first skin data monitoring platform um, that's powered by a smart bed sheet that retrofits existing healthcare beds. Huh. <laughs> that's <Okay>. really interesting. <laughs> that's a lot of, lot of interesting components all come together. Okay, so bed sheets yep that have sensors, sensors. that collect skin data skin okay. data and from there we build applications um, directly uh, that result in skin conditions like for example our mm -hmm. first application is for bed source uh, where we that use artificial likely. intelligence to predict where on the body a bed sore occur ahead of time oh oh okay so what kind of data do you pull uh, through the sensors? Sure, so through the, specifically through the sensors, we pull pressure, temperature, and humidity data. And once we have those three factors, we correlate it with the condition of the skin in real time. Okay. Are you focusing on bed sores right now, or are there yes. other so conditions that you are looking to expand the, to? The vision of the company is to build a platform using this data. Um, this data was not possible before. Mm -hmm. um, now we have access to this data, we're able to collect this data. It only makes sense that we make a platform of valuable applications. Our first application for bed sores, uh, but other applications also include, for example, monitoring urinary incontinence, fecal incontinence, um, sepsis, infection control, um, bed falls. Um, and you know, our customers have told us with the data that we're able to collect, we can actually automate a lot of the day-to-day um, -day operations in healthcare facilities, creating more time for nurses. As you know, everyone might know, nurses are already overburdened uh -huh. around the world. Yeah, definitely. Certainly, not enough of them for the need and so everybody gets <laughs> gets overburdened. Yeah. So I mean one of the biggest problems right now is when you look at two macro trends it's um, there's a rapidly rising aging population uh, that's expected to double in the next 10 to 20 years. At the same time we're facing a shortage of nurses. Uh -huh. um, so there's this gap that's in between right now um, the, which we strongly feel that and believe that only data and providing more insights can solve, um, giving them the information to objectively measure their patients, knowing when to implement a protocol, creating more time, less documentation, more automation. Sure. Yeah, the, the more help that you can give, exactly. the more information that you can collect around, <laughs> exactly. around the space, the easier it is to make informed decisions. And it doesn't exactly. matter what market you're talking about. Yes. The more information you have, the more informed your decisions are. Exactly, exactly. I think one of the major things to mention here is that you know, um, every industry, is, if not already moved, it's moving towards you know, IoT or AI. Um, and or healthcare facilities, <laughs> we have a lot of devices, which you call IoT, which is collecting data, like your ECG, EKG, uh, dialysis mm -hmm. machines and whatnot, uh, but they're, needs to be a central platform that can guide, because again, too much data is overwhelming as well. Mm -hmm. So it must be presented in a way that's you know easy to use, easy to understand, and easy to act upon. Something somewhere has to deal with that data before just 
info dumping exactly. to a person. Exactly. That makes sense. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so you know, one of the cool things that we do um, to tackle one of these problems is because we're collecting so much data, is that you know we're automating clinical workflows with this information. Um, sure. So the same concept. If you know you're supposed to do step one to step ten, uh, we take care of nine of the ten steps for you, uh, just with the data that we're able to collect. Okay. Very cool. Thank you. Uh, I, I have a little bit of of experience in in there doing a project for the Mayo Clinic a while back. So, okay. I, and yeah, the the automation of of the more rote tasks, the more of that can be done. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the easier everything is for everybody. Exactly. Exactly. Especially in the medical field where, like you said, there's already a shortage and it's not going to get better with time. It's not yeah. going to get better with time, exactly. And then there's also associated costs with this, right? So uh, the more time you can create for nurses, the better they can implement protocol. Um, and, you know, if you're able to provide insightful decisions, insightful information, um, it automatically results in cost reduction for healthcare facilities. Uh, sure. And above all, improves the quality of life. Mm-hmm. And that's always the goal. Yeah. That, that last always. bit is always the goal. Always. Yeah. Technology shouldn't come into our lives to make it worse. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> never, never. Well, yeah. how did you get involved with this project? So uh, my co-founder, Zayd and Matthew, um, so we, were all, we all went to the University of Waterloo. Oh. Um, and during our last year of undergrad, we started interacting with uh, patients, with um, caregivers, and with our background in medical sciences, that's what we realized when we were volunteering and working with different organizations was that there were you know, major organs of the body were being monitored. There's data being collected for these organs that help you know, physicians, nurses make decisions. Sure. Except for the largest organ of the body, the first line of defense, which is the skin. Um, they were still relying on paper-based methods, which is completely subjective. Right. Um, can't really analyze risks. Mm -hmm. And that's where we came up with this idea. Okay. And non-subjective, you know, objective yeah. Yeah. analysis is more, obviously more effective. That's, mm -hmm. that's, exactly. that's how you stop getting differing opinions from two, yeah. <laughs> two doctors in the same field. Yeah. No, you're fine. No, you might have cancer. <laughs> I, I'm scared about that response. <laughs> how? And the first one was right. Well, that's... <laughs> I mean, it's 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 always a challenge, especially in, in the healthcare field. Sure. Um, there's key opinion leaders. Different. Mm -hmm. Everyone's different. Everyone operates a different way. So that's why we, like, after two years of research and development, uh, you know, interacting with different physicians, different care staff, uh, different hospitals, we realized they all have you know one common goal, which is to improve the quality of life. But the processes are almost similar as well. They all follow similar workflows. Okay. Um, and that's where the concept of you know using data to automate clinical workflows, um, which can really create time for nurses, is is, is is one of the key objectives for us. Okay. Um, yeah. So so do you look at the company as a hardware company, as a software company, as both? Um, I look at it as a data science company. Okay. Um, that's the, and a monitoring data science monitoring company. Okay. Um, you know, hardware is. The way we are envisioning the company is once the hardware is there, it's in healthcare facilities, minor updates, minor changes, right? Okay. Um, but as we collect data, we keep collecting data. Uh, we, we keep improving. We keep improving yeah. uh, with the data, right? Uh, we start building up more applications. You know, if, if our devices are 100, 200 beds right now, they can, 
as they're collecting data, we can start pushing more applications. You know, some patients might be dealing with bed sores, but the same demographic of patients dealing with bed sores also suffer from urinary incontinence, bed falls, for example. Sure, sure. Um, so think of it as if we're making an iPhone and an app store, and in the future, with our information, we want other people to develop applications and host on our platform. Okay. So, so the, the future is that you'll have the data, you'll have the analysis, and I can then build stuff on top of exactly. that platform. Exactly. Okay. That's, that's, the, that's the grand vision of the company. Sure. Uh, but again, baby steps. Uh-huh. Right? First, we get the data, and we're, right now we're in a clinical stage right now, doing our clinical trials at Toronto Grace Health Center. Okay. Um, and we're supported by um, an amazing team from the Center for Aging, Brain Health Innovation um, at Baycrest. So, you know, we have these great people around the company right now, um, wound care leaders, lead scientists, um, that are, you know, everyone's just together on this big mission that, you know, this needs to be prevented. Bed sores is a big problem. Um, you know, it, it's easily preventable. Mm -hmm. And if there's a way to collect information, objective information on how to prevent it, it needs to, it needs to hit market. Okay. Definitely. And you are, I believe, our first uh, collision attendee of this year. Is that oh. just because you guys brought more people than you got badges? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess probably. <laughs> so uh, is the company here as an alpha or a beta? Beta. Beta? Okay. Yeah. Cool. So where... So you're in the clinical stages right now. Yes. Okay. So that's you're pretty far along. Yeah. To be able to be in the clinical stages. Yes. Okay. What were you, what are you hoping to get a collision this week? So this week, I mean, we're obviously looking for great partners to expand our partner network. So far, sure. you know, we've partnered with Aero Electronics, Microsoft, Intel, Asus. But you know, <laughs> it's um, a good collection of companies to partner with. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, for for a, s a startup at our stage, especially in in, in the healthcare space where high intensive capital is required to hit market, um, it only makes sense that you form reliable partnerships uh, with great companies uh -huh. that believe in the core mission, that believe sure. in your vision, that can help accelerate at a greater pace. So we're looking for partnerships, we're looking for uh, key, key opinion leaders here, meet with some great people that can you know, uh, further accelerate and help us move towards our vision. Um, and that's where we're looking at a collision. Cool, and right. it sounds like you've started with, with a good collection Arrow, Intel, Microsoft. That's a yeah. It's a good set to get started with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's honestly it's um, it's such a big problem right now. Yeah. Um, and you know, anyone you speak to, anyone you talk to, no one's gonna deny how big this problem is. Um, True. You know, people have loved ones that have suffered from this. You know, you go to a hospital, go get better, you develop a bed sore. You, you then you're increasing readmission rates. You're increasing your stay by five to seven times, almost. Yep. Um, and, you know, the biggest kind of the, 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 the core of the issue is that because this information is not available on time, it results in seven deaths every hour in oh. North America. Yes. What? Yeah. I had no idea. Wow. Seven an hour. Seven an hour. So what's that? One every like eight and a half minutes. That's approximately. That's crazy. Yep. Well, it's a bigger problem than... Either of us expected. I think I should have started with that. <laughs> it certainly puts the platform into a a more urgent perspective. Perspective, definitely. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there was a recent CDC article where um, 
uh, a 77 year old uh, person named uh, Bob Wilson, he suffered from an unstageable bed sores, it's past stage four where they can see the bone, right? <gasps> yeah. Um, and this, 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 this occurred in Ontario, and the recent stats were that around 25% of Ontario patients right now are suffering from this. Uh, again, we need more data, we need, we need healthcare policies that improve procurement, help new innovations, give new innovations a chance to enter the hospitals at a very rapid pace. You know, um, the U.S. Ex experimenting, actually doing quite well with value-based care, um, where, you know, you share the outcomes of potential of your technology in a healthcare setting. I uh -huh. think the same uh, core concept should be applied in Ontario as well. Um, and it's just, it's, it, it's, it's kind of mind-blowing when you think about it. It's like, you know, we can, we're able to get to the moon, but we're not able to prevent a bed sore. Huh. I mean, priorities. <laughs> well, it's good that you're tackling this Thank problem you. and setting up for a future of being able to help work on other problems as Thank well. You. Mm -hmm. Thank you. If people want to find out more about what you're working on, how can they do that? So you can visit us at curiato.com, C-U-R-I-A-T-O, or you can email us at info at curiato.com as well. Thank very you very cool. much. Thank Perfect. you. Yeah, and thank uh, you so much. have a good rest of collision. Thank you.